today we are we are going to be talking about multiracial couples. Honestly, I'm in a multiracial couple right now. I say multiracial, not biracial, because he is two races. Um, I am not. <laughs> um, he is um Chinese Canadian. And I am full Egyptian, could not be any more Egyptian. And look, I'll be honest here, okay? I really thought that that would be easy. I really did, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, two people of color should be a breeze, you know? He will understand all of my struggles. Like, spoiler alert, he doesn't understand any of them. Nope. Zero. <laughs> None. Absolutely zero. How about you? Um, I am in a relationship with myself that sounds so corny (laughs) I am single um however I think just growing up in the greater Toronto area you I mean that's my favorite thing about Toronto is just how incredibly diverse and unforced it is in its diversity so I have grown up dating the plethora of people I always say I'm like the United Nations anybody's welcome (laughs) (laughs) so um I have been in a couple of interracial relationships Mm. um multiracial relationships before um and I think it's easier when I'm dating other people of color but it's not easy um versus when I'm dating white people (laughs) there's Mm. a lot more of layers to go through um Mm. but it's a lot easier when I'm dating other people of color just because I think there's just certain things that they're more sensitive to because I'd have similar shared experience, but it's not easy because even then, just because you're both people of color, your experiences are not the same. Oh, hundred percent. So for me, it wasn't like that. My partner is the first Canadian I've dated. And, and essentially he, um, although he's a person of color, right? I don't think he has struggled with things that people of color usually do. Mm-hmm. because I feel like he was very sheltered most of his life in a very white neighborhood in a very mm-hmm. white environment very white friends very n- not something he's ever thought about as a result you know what I mean right um and so he was never really tied into his Chinese culture so I think the disparity here I've like it's so in- interesting to me because I look at him and I had to tell him that racism exists <laughs> and I was like partner are you aware that your friends are making like slow microaggressions towards yeah. you and he's like no but they're funny are they funny or are you just used to it yeah oh. like they would give him chopsticks and tell him look at the camera and i'm just like listen here buddy uh, if you were in front of me we'd have problems yeah like it's a fight <laughs> it's a fight we're fighting exactly and it's just like the privilege is insane to me so I feel like usually it would have been easier for me personally if I think he was more aware of like the issues that people of color face but I think he's so desensitized to it that it I am literally the walking dictionary for what people of color have to face for him right I mean it's hard because you could also end up dating somebody who looks just like you, but also mm-hmm. completely oblivious to everything else. But I think people's ability to navigate racist encounters, even as people of color, really depends on sometimes their passability or their proximity to whiteness as well, too. So, yeah, you can 
you could still be dating other people of color and they'll be like so oblivious because yeah. one you, you can be a person of mixed heritage yes. but the people around you might not know that but at home culturally that's like that's what you that's what you know and so that might reduce the way they might treat you but not what they might say about other people or other people that look like you um like that whole giving them the chopsticks thing like we, yeah we would have we would have fought it would have been a fight um it's it's complicated though because like you can't choose who you fall in love with however you can choose how you date but you can't choose who you fall in love with right like yeah I think the hard thing is like feeling like you're a teacher or you're a professor like in a relationship where you want to feel safe especially when one of the elements that makes you feel unsafe is like you know racism or the way society perceives you or treats you and so when you're in a relationship with someone you don't want to have to now explain no did you see how that person looked at me because that person is just so oblivious or did you see how they talked to me or did you see how they talked to you in relation to me and like I feel like that's even happened to me amongst friends like mm-hmm. I remember one time um I booked an Airbnb I paid for an Airbnb and I went with my friend and we get there and the Airbnb host is giving us the keys and the information and my friend who's white the person just completely ignores me and just looks at my friend talks to my friend the whole time provides them with all the information as though I'm literally invisible and I'm like you saw that I did the booking but it's like the moment that they saw the other white person there it was like I didn't exist and this has happened to me in relationships as well too where I'm just like there's just I walk somewhere and it's just like I'm completely just bypassed or ignored and the person who's not a person of color is acknowledged and received and welcomed and I'm just like tagging along and they are so oblivious to it they don't notice it like they just can't tell didn't even see that that person and sometimes when you bring it up you're like oh are you sure it's like of course I'm sure like human beings acknowledge me and this person just didn't acknowledge me at all and I'm the one that paid for this it's like and then you have those moments where you're just like it's so frustrating because anybody else would have seen this anybody else would have caught onto this or somebody else would have been like my friend or my girlfriend or my this or my that is here and then this person just didn't catch on and it happens so much and it's so frustrating and most of the time I just don't say anything because I don't want to like start an argument with somebody you care dearly about Mm. but then it's also just exhausting because you're like I'm supposed to feel seen and safe with you and I feel like sometimes you just don't you don't get it yeah 100% for me it's like it's a weird like gray area for me it's like you're either so somebody can be uneducated and oblivious yeah however they're willing to learn yeah whereas somebody who is oblivious and just wants to remain oblivious yeah and obviously the latter I choose to avoid like the plague yeah. and the former I'm willing to give in the time if they are actually willing to put in the effort yeah I'm honest because for example with my partner I could tell he was oblivious not because he wanted to be yeah because he was so desensitized to it right I felt bad almost I was like I feel bad by the way that I'm seeing you be treated by others and right. you're so accepting of it and not right. even like registering is something you don't deserve like right yeah exactly actually yeah exactly it's 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 been conditioned to to take that as the norm exactly so to me it's like I categorize it in like two different things but at the same time when do we put like a boundary of okay this is no longer my job I think that's the hard part that's that's really the hard part which I think for me I changed because before I used I didn't really used to have like a lot of ways I screened people or I didn't have red flags in regards to 
people's racial interactions like if that makes any sense I think when I'm dating people sometimes or when I'm going on dates I ask a lot of the hard-hitting questions immediately and I don't even care if I come off intense but I want to see just how socially aware you are right like what questions oh I'll just be like what do you think about treatment of indigenous people? I'll just like, just like, I'll just randomly throw things out there just to see how aware they are. Because a lot of people don't even know, don't even know um, know, just anything that's going on with indigenous communities around them. Um, But yeah, anything that I'm just like on the top of my head, I'm just going to randomly ask. I'll ask you, what do you think about Black Lives Matter? I'll ask you, huh, what are your thoughts about police and heavily and neighborhoods that are over police? I'll ask you, I'll just like throw things at you just to see, Because sometimes some people will be like, what? Police are overly, what? Policing certain neighborhoods? I didn't know. (laughs) And you're just like, okay, that's letting me know you're a little bit oblivious. And then I'll say yes. And then it'll start like a dialogue. And then I want to see how that person receives that information that's coming to them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really telling of how they receive it. Some people will be like, oh, I never thought about it this way. Or I didn't know this. I'll look more into it. And some people are like, you know, they'll get defensive. And I think right off the bat, I just know we're not going on date number two. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like Um, when they're oblivious or when they're not receptive? When they're not receptive. Mm. Um, Because there's also so much that I think, even as a person of color, there's so so much that you will be oblivious to, right? Of other people's like challenges and struggles. It's not everything you're going to to know or be aware of. Um, And I think as people of color too, we have to work better at being allies to other communities. So I'm not going to just be like, write you off just because you don't know. But how are you receiving this and are you willing to learn or and are you interested in learning because sometimes some people be like oh yeah okay yeah whatever and they don't care and that's it and then that just lets me know later on if I do bring if something like what happens where somebody completely ignores me and I tell you you're just gonna be like oh it's all in your head (laughs) yeah it's like you can be the instigator for the information but I want to make sure that you're also willing to initiate and like do it yourself like educate yourself yeah I think I think as people of color we don't ever really get to stop educating which sucks like it sucks because you don't want to do that for the rest of your life you don't want to be like teaching people the right thing to do the right thing to say I do think you have to draw a boundary for yourself yeah and that's very personal and that's very relative but it also has to be worth it in the sense of like is this person that you're doing this for or with like what's your relationship like with them how much do you love them how much do you care if you are to have a future with this person what does it look like if you mix your families what does it look like if you have children and it's like all these things you have to be like okay well if we're definitely going to be together we're going to have kids and then yeah you you, you can't because then you're going to have little kids that are going to be walking around that are going to be even more confused than their parents are and this is going to be a whole other storm so it's really personal and it's up to you and where you draw your boundary and I think at some point you have to be like these are the resources you figure it out for yourself and I can't be your teacher I feel like I feel like it's like especially if you're in like interracial couples or whatever it's so important to have those kinds of conversations because I know that as an immigrant for me it my identity my culture is so important to me like and having that erased from like my future kids yeah would break me I think that would break me we've me and my partner have had conversations about things like that where what languages are we going to teach them what things are we going to teach them like how are we going to make sure that they grow up knowing both of their cultures like I want to make sure that they feel confident in who they are and not at all watered down from themselves you know what I mean like you know when you're not in touch with who you are or where you come from you kind of feel 
you feel like something's missing yeah right yeah so it's just it's really important that you guys have like some like people have this conversation with their partners or partners I don't know that so they can make sure to prepare for the future because yes you might learn how to navigate each other's cultures throughout your relationship but I don't think people pay enough attention to how they're going to navigate the future relationship with their kids yeah and that's that's the hard part because I've I know a lot of people that are from like mixed race households that Mm. have grown up and figured out that one of their parents is low-key a racist (laughs) oh that's great yeah and it's not even like a blatant racism where you would think of it but it's like yeah their parents have racist tendencies they have problematic views about different people but also people that look like themselves and it's heartbreaking to hear um because I'm not a person of mixed race but you know I know a few people or two and sometimes they start to look for community um in the whichever race that is you know that has been the one that's been oppressed in this situation or harm has been done to and like I I, like for example I have a friend and they're half black and half white and just finding a community of black people which took them a very long time to even find because growing up they didn't feel like they belonged here or there and their black parent wasn't necessarily in their life and so um and then their white family was just incredibly racist from grandma to like mom making problematic statements about things um and just finally feeling like they could be themselves for the first time in like 30 something years that's a really long time to wait till you could feel like you're you're at yourself you're yourself you're at home to feel safe like 30 something years of going through this this world and I think a lot of people go into relationships sometimes because they're in love and you know they have the best intentions and they don't have these conversations but the people who pay for this really are your children and how they view themselves how they view the, their sense of self-worth are they going to be terrorists to other people <laughs> because they don't, they haven't figured themselves out. Like there's just so much. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because I like saw a dynamic in my partner's family that was really weird, Um, which like his dad is white and his yeah. mom is Chinese and him and his sister, obviously mixed Chinese white. Yeah. Um, and they would fight over who looks more Chinese as if it was an insult. And I was just like, you do realize, like, it's those are beautiful true. features. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, you would be blessed, if anything. Yeah. I don't understand how. Also, you're... like, Asian people don't age. Like, yeah. I want those genes. Exactly. The hair, the, the, the genetics, everything. The digestive system. Yeah, the digestive system. It's important to me, okay? Like, I can't digest like that, my guy. So, like, so I'm looking at this, and I'm just, I was angry, like, I looked at him. I was like, what are you doing? It's just, it's so unfortunate because I don't think he was ever in tune with his Chinese culture at all because his mom and his grandma, um, they migrated from China during the war. And Mm -hmm. so they lived actually in, um, I think they lived in Barbados. They lived in Barbados most of their life. They grew up there and they kind of grew up being ostracized because of their race. Right. They were the only like Asian people there. Um, so they were heavily ostracized there. And so his mom isn't really in tune with that culture at all either. Right. And it's funny for Chinese New Year's, I gave them mooncakes. <laughs> okay. And they were so happy. Like, and Brayden all of a sudden was like researching it. And I was like, this is amazing. 
<laughs> this is amazing. He's getting in tune with his culture. This is exciting. I have no idea what it is, but I'm happy that you do. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so hard. Like that is one of my big, my, okay. One of my biggest fears, like one of the things that actually keeps me up at night. Um, oh, Okay. So do you remember the episode of, um, oh, I can't remember. Is this uh, how to get away with murder? Yes. Um, <laughs> when Annalise Keating and I can't remember her and her wife were fighting over something and then it, it got into like something about race mm-hmm. and then it really just trick it triggered me because I was like oh like Loki my biggest fear is like I'll end up like or wake up one day and I'll realize like my partner is like fetishized me or like oh. yeah like it's my biggest fear and sometimes before I date people I want to see who they've dated before I'm like is there a pattern here <laughs> even people of color could fetishize other people yeah of course and non-people of color. like it's a, it's a common thing and fetishizing is also a construct under white supremacy patriarchy um because the way in which asian people are fetishized is really a byproduct of like you know the wars and mm. just the way in which asian women were depicted and the way black people are fetishized is a byproduct of like slavery and the way that you know um Arab woman is fetishized is really through like the eyes of like the Orient and just as exoticized. So it's it's all still a byproduct of white supremacist patriarchy. And even if people of color do it, they're still adapting that because we. Yeah. Um. But yeah, my biggest fear is to wake up and to realize like I'm just somebody's fetish because then I I feel like or my fear is that because that person doesn't see me as a whole being but rather just a representation of something. And that means I'm easily replaceable. That means I'm like the love is not genuine and that care is not you know it's not it's not sensitive and it's a very frightening thing to to give yourself to someone and to share a very vulnerable relationship with them and only to find out that you you're just a representation of stereotypes to them and that's what they found attractive about you I think what you do is honestly so smart because I feel like I've been out of the dating scene now for a while. I do notice that like, I, I kind of do this thing where I where I date my friends. Like I've never dated somebody who wasn't my friend for like a while. Right. You know what I mean? Um, thing to do. Yeah, you need to vet them. Yeah. <laughs> vet them, okay? Yeah. Um, But seriously, I think, I think it, if it's not that case, if you don't get to do that, I think it's definitely important to definitely ask the questions that you do ask. Yeah. Yes, it might come off as, too much sometimes but the right person will not think it's too much and they will yeah. accept it I mean you have to figure out how to protect yourself ultimately and none of us are going to be perfect none of us are going to figure it out or know what the right thing to say but are you willing to learn and are you willing to put in the work yourself or are you expecting me to spoon feed you information all the time like I remember I was dating somebody and this was a person of color and I was like I don't feel comfortable when you use the n-word in rap songs and I'm like I don't I don't even use it myself and I don't use it myself not because I don't feel like I I don't want to or whatever but it's like I don't want to set an example to the people around me that this is something that I don't want you doing so you know I don't want you to do it when I'm in my comfort zone with my people I'll I'll drop the n-word if I want to but anywhere else no and and they were like yeah but like you know I'm not white I could say I'm like yeah but you're not black either you're not of African descent you're not you know you, you like you just don't share in this experience and when you say it, it doesn't matter if you also have struggles it's still offensive and they just could not wrap their head around it for the life of them and and then they were like but my friends my other black friends let me say it and I'm like firstly you shouldn't want to say it I've already expressed to you that 
I don't feel comfortable. You know, it's a loaded word. You yeah. know, it's a big word. And even if your friends give you the pass to do so, you shouldn't feel you shouldn't want to say it you shouldn't want to say it because you know it's a hurtful word and I'm like you say that in the wrong neighborhood and you are going to hurt you're going to get yourself hurt you're just going to get yourself hurt and so this is like one of those things too where it's like yeah I don't want to be like spoon feeding you why you shouldn't have to want to use it like there's certain things I should just be like dude you should know this and if you don't do the fucking homework I shouldn't have to tell you how things like that is harmful and how it hurts me and I yeah everybody's yeah. gonna draw their line you've got to figure out what what's your hard line and just yeah yeah 100 percent. and if you don't see them willing to put in the work when it's needed or they don't regulate themselves or like in a by regulate i don't mean emotionally although that is important yeah. um, i mean like regulate their own schedule in order to learn yeah themselves. yeah like i know my partner for example sets a time every sunday to like yeah it's really nice um because i was told them, i'm like listen i can't teach you everything you need to set a time <laughs> that's so cute yeah so we had a time each Sunday where he just spends an hour just kind of studying this kind of stuff and honestly guys if your partner is not willing to put in the work regardless of their person of color or not we all need to be educated um it's not in my opinion I don't think it's worth it I agree I think what your partner is doing is such an exemplary thing because it could even be somebody who looks just like you mm-hmm. that will perpetrate hateful things about other people or it's gender or it's people of LGBTQ com- plus communities that's harmful. And if that person is not putting in that effort or time to learn or unlearn, oh, drop them like it's hot. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> 